0: Shalom to all. Today's office is Ushalmi Samach, and we are starting Nuntasamud Bayes about four lines up from the bottom, right at the beginning of the Gemara, after the Mishnah, and in the Villa Sadaf, it's right at the beginning of Laman Gim Alamud Aleph." and today's office sponsor Lili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam Sar, Basabiakov Mysha, Shama should have an aliyah. So the Mishnah brought a case of a Balbais who gave his workers Truma to eat. So obviously the Kain needs to be repaid. We need to have Tashlume Truma over here, and the question is who pays him? So mayor said that the Balbais pays the Karen to the Kain, and the workers pay the Khaimesh, because they were the ones who actually ate the Truma, whereas the Chum hold that no, the workers also have to pay the Karen and the baal Bayes just has to reimburse them. So the Gemara asks, Haramei Aram Shalman V'raabon Aram Shalman both Rav Meir and the Rabbanon say that the Baal Bais has to pay. So, what's the difference between them? According to Rav Meir, the Baal Bais pays the Kain directly. According to Rabbanon, the Baal Bais has to reimburse the workers who had paid the Kain. So, both the Meir and the Rabbanon, at the end of the day, the Baal Bais is the one that's funding this. So, what's the difference between them? And so, we're going to have three different answers. Number one is, Umar says, b'nei hain. the difference is the Iker Ikersuda. And we'll explain this in a moment. Rav Meir says, Ikersuda Baal Bias. The Ikersuda is on the Baal Bias. Sama Chaman top. Rabbanon Amrin and the Rabbanon say, Ikersuda Lapayalin. The Ikersuda is is on the workers, and what this ikar suda means is that they're arguing regarding who must work to bring the actual food for the suda. According to the mayor, it's the responsibility of the balabaius to get them actual food, and he can't just give his workers money. And therefore, he's allowed to take that food that he's supposed to be giving them for the suda and give it to the kain as tashlumei truma. Whereas according to the chamim, even though the balabaius has a chiv to feed his workers, he could just give them money and they would have to go find the food. Therefore, the balabaius can't pay the kain because his involvement in the suda isn't really one of food, rather money. Therefore, the workers have to give the kain the tashlumei Chuma. And they get reimbursed by the Baal Bias. Now, Rabbi Shemin Lakish Hamay, says that no, the difference is, Tfela, which is the notion of being metapel. And we're going to explain this in a moment as well. Rev Meir says, Tfela the Tvela, to be metapel, to deal with, that's on the Baal Bias. Rabban, Amr and Rabban say, the that is on the workers. Now, what's this referring to? So, according to really everyone holds that the Baal Bias needs to give them food for their Suda, like Rev Meir in Shitas Rabbi However, since he could give them Hefgar if he wants, and that obviously can't be used to pay the Kayin, like we said in the Mishnah, the Machlekes over here is who has to be metapel, who has to deal with trying to get a hold of regular chulin to give to the kain for the Tashlumay Chuma. And so mayor holds that the Tefillah, this necessity to be metapel to look for chulin, that's on the Baal Bias, or the to then necessity to be metapel to look for chulin for the Tashlumay Chuma, that's on the workers. Now we just have a little clarification of this, or both says, bashem, bashem ben what's this comparable to? Meaning the fact that the Baal Bias has to work to get them their Sudah. There's somebody who sells an object to his friend. So we have Ruvain selling Shem an object, and it turns out that it's not his, meaning Reuven sold Shimon a stolen object. He has to replace the Mechach for him, meaning Reuven can't just give Shimon back his money. Reuven has to replace the object that was taken away from Shimon and not the money. That's the same thing over here. Since the Baal bias has to work for the Suda, and it turns out that the Suda wasn't his because he gave them Truma, and the Truma's not his, it's the kaiens. so the Baal Bais has to replace the Suda. He has to give them food, and he can't just give them money. Now we just have a clarification of the statement of if Rebbe was saying this in Sheetis Reh Shlakesh, which we have a quoted as him saying it in the name Shlakesh, so then this is good. However, if Rebbe had said this in the which is a possibility because he was a Talmud of Mufik of Rebbe Eichnon, so we have a problem, because what did say, Eichnon say? That the difference between Rebbe and Rebbe Eichnon is Eker Suda, who has to be metappled with the Suda in the first place. Vat And you're saying this? In other words, I can Rabbi compare our case of the Baal giving his workers Truma to the case of Reuben selling a stolen item to Shemin. Rebbe himself wouldn't necessarily Necessarily agree to this. So the Gemara answers, it's not a problem. Krav Meir to He'd be saying it in Shitas Rav Meir, according to Rabbi Yechanan. In other words, the way the Rabbi Yechanan explains Shitas Rav Meir in our Mishnah is the same way that Rish Lakish understands both Rav Meir and the Rabbanon. So therefore, even if Rav Vo had said this Memra in the name of Rabbi Yechanan, it's not a problem because it could be that he said it in the name of Rabbi Yechanan in Shitas Rav Meir. Now we have a third answer to our question of what the difference between Rav Meir and the Rabbanon is. Rav says Khanino, Suda The shavach Suda is the difference between them. What does that mean? We can refer to a case where he had stipulated with his workers that he's going to give them dufshanim of chulin, which is some sort of pastry fried in honey, and he ended up giving them these things. It's just that they were of truma. In a way, Rabbi is telling us the most simple difference between the Rabban and Rav Meir, and this is really what we've been understanding all along. Once again, what does Rav Meir hold that the Baal himself pays the kain directly with hashlume truma, which again is just regular chulin, which is converted into truma, and the Rabban hold that no, the workers have to pay the Ka'in with food, and the Baal Bais just reimburses them. So that's enough Nafgamina. According to Rav Meir, what does the Baal Bais have to do right now? He has to take enough money out of his pocket to go buy Hulin and give that Hulin directly to the Ka'in. Whereas according to the the Baal Bais doesn't have to take that much money out of his pocket right now because since the workers are the ones that are paying the Hulin to the Ka'in, and the Baal Bais had already given them Truma, so he only has to pay the difference between Hulin and Truma. We know that Hulin's a little bit more expensive than Truma, so he only has to take out that little difference from his pocket and reimburse the workers, and that's a simple difference between Rev Meir. And are abundant. Now, I are asked the following question. Didn't they already eat this truma? And what's the question over here? So, we had just compared this case to the scenario where Shimon bought an item from Ruvain which turned out to be stolen, and that Ruven is chive to replace the item, and he can't just return the money. And so, the question right now is how are these two comparable? In that case, the item was taken away from Shimon, so Ruvain has to replace it. But here, the food was already eaten by the workers. So, Mechatesi, the Baal Bias, needs to replace that food. It's more logical to say that the workers pay the kain and the Baal Bias simply reimburses them. So, my the answer is, this is according to the Manda that a person's soul is disgusted by Tevel, meaning when a person eats Tevel, we say that he didn't actually enjoy it because when he finds out that it's Tevel, he's disgusted by the fact that he ate something he wasn't allowed to. And therefore, it's the same thing over here. After they discover that they eat Truma that they weren't allowed to eat, their Nefesh is so disgusted by that, it's as if they never received any benefit. So it's just like that case that the item was taken away from Shimon and he doesn't have it anymore. Yes, even though the food physically is in their body, we consider it as if they didn't even eat this food and it's not in their body, and that's why the Baal bias has to replace the food and not just give them money. I'm going to explain the next case, the mission we had said of hektish for khulu, that if the fellow had stolen Truma, which was Hektish, so then he has to pay one Karen and two Chamishes. So now we explain this. "Let's Abiana, he says, lets niso. Our mission is really going let's Staden, meaning it's not saying that he actually has to pay two Chamishes. It just means that sometimes he has to pay a Chamish to Hektish and sometimes he has to pay the Chamish to Truma. And when does he do this one and when does he do that one? So here we have an explanation. Yes, by Kezab, that's a proper girsa. If he had eaten a kazayas of food, but it wasn't worth a shava because food then was so cheap, so only he pays a shevet, which is the kehanim That's because when it comes to eating truma, it doesn't make a difference what the value is, it makes a difference what the size is. And since he ate a kazaias worth, that's considered a relevant achila that requires a kapara of a chimesh. However, Yashbah by by if what he ate was worth a shavapruto, but it wasn't a kazayas, and that must be talking about when food is very expensive, the proper girlsa so then he would pay to hektish because since he didn't eat a kezayis that's not considered an achila in regards to eating truma but it is considered stealing from hektish so that's why he would pay hektish. Now let's say yash by kezayis vi yash by if what he ate was a kezayis and what he ate was a shavu so over here we have a shimon says rabbi that's a proper girsa mishal that he pays the chaimish to hektish whereas rabbi Ramar, shevet says he pays it to the shevet again which means he pays the chaimish to the kaihanim but again all this is a korner Yanai, that he's only going to be paying one chaimesh, he's never going to pay two chaimishes. Now, amr of Zeirah, Zeirah clarifies according to Rashi Barva. Why is it that he's going to pay the chaimesh to hektish in this case? And the answer is, it's a kasov. The pasuk tells us if a person eats kaddish bishogeg, and the pasuk then continues as so we focus on the fact that it says and he adds the chaimesh onto it. And what do we learn from there? Wherever the karen is being paid, that's where the chaimesh goes. And since the karen is being paid to haktish so that's where the Chaymesh is going to be paid to hektish as well. However, now we have an argument. Sama chalaf Amr alf on top kahan Omar kahan. says that no mishalim shne chumshen. Then our mishnah is actually saying that he pays two chaimishes. Chaimish l'shevet, Chaymesh chaimish He has to pay a Chaymesh to the kaihanim and a Chaymesh to hektish because he ate trumas hektish. And just to end off the explanation of this part of the mishnah, we have learned that if a person stole hektish, he doesn't pay kefel, and that's because the mishnah had told us kefel. One never pays kefel to hektish. And where do we get this from? Shne because the pasuk says Ishalim shneim when a person steals, it says he. Has has to pay two Lireehu to his friend. And we learn from here, Veloila Hektish. He doesn't pay Kefel to Hektish. He only pays Kefel to someone who's called reehu, and Hektish is not called Riehu, so he doesn't pay Kfel to Hektish. We're gonna stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow continue to explain the Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.